Hello, welcome to oh, a very cheery Think Tank podcast. Hey! It's, uh, that was nice. It's To be very clear, because we need to know where we are and when we are, we're in our office. It's Thursday. It's what time is it? It's five past three. It's five past three. So if you're listening to this on Saturday, we're probably sorry. wrong. Are you just listing things we know because we don't know anything else? Yeah, is that I'm, what you're I'm doing dealing right only now? in facts. I've got yeah. a pen in my hand. Yeah. Um, this is. This is what they advise. I was going to say this is the United Kingdom, but by Saturday it might. No, not, not be. the United Kingdom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. It okay. Might, yeah. So we had a full, a full and thorough agenda for today, which we're going to just get rid of because of all the events that do with Brexit. So we're going to talk about Brexit until. We understand we, what's going on. Oh, until we've left the European Union. Yeah. Uh, is, it, whichever, is this good? Is a good idea? Says. Right, okay, so... Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mr. Axel, I've got a question. Gonna, well, yeah. should we do a little summary of what happened yesterday? Yeah, what's Thank actually you, going yeah, on? What what's okay. going on? So yesterday, the draft deal came through and Theresa May presented it to Cabinet. Cabinet spent five hours discussing it, which I can only imagine where fairly agonising period of time uh, and then Theresa May sort of potted out the front of number 10 and said we've got a deal uh, we all she did potter out we, we, we all um, have signed up to it uh, whereas the sort of consensus was, was that there was about 10 people who were against it or had expressed disagreement but they hadn't come up with anything else so they'd signed up to it uh, and then that has gone to published last night to Parliament, and then today she's been in front of Parliament asking, uh, answering questions on it. She was there sort of two and a half hours over lunch last I knew. Um, yeah, and they, we've had... We were supposed to have the press conference at 5pm, weren't they? Um, so she had it all booked in, which meant, meant I imagine they thought the press, the Cabinet meeting would be like, I don't know, a robust, a robust two-hour meeting, for example. But they didn't have the press conference until 730 where she looked like she'd been drained of all colour. Channel, uh, Channel 4 yeah. had a lot of coverage of Christian Gore and Murphy He's stood outside, outside being going, annoyed. going, well, I think they're coming out now. They said they're going to come uh, out yeah. now. Do we, um, Apparently people cried at the Cabinet meeting. Well, yeah, that's been denied by Estimate Vey, I think. She said it. I didn't. She said I made I did not see Michael Gove crying, crying at all. <laughs> uh, is, do, we, do we need to do the boring bit first, which is to try and work out what the deal is? Now, obviously, the deal itself might be a dead duck. Is a dead duck a thing? Well, it is, now. it is now. A de- yeah, it's like a worse, like a lame duck, but worse. It could be a dead duck by the time anyone's listening to this. But the, the things we know what's for in sure it? What's in it? It's five hundred and odd pages. Five hundred and eighty-five pages, and that no one had read it. So it's like Twitter was full of people who were experts on it. Yeah, uh, it includes how much money is going to be paid in the the divorce bill. Thirty-nine bill. Thirty-nine billion. Okay. Uh, it includes that the transition period to help businesses adjust. Uh, will last 21 months. Yep. Uh, and it contains some sort of commitment to the rights of UK citizens abroad and EU citizens in the UK. But it does not contain anything about trade. There's no trade deal information. So that's in what there. the transition period's for, right? Correct. There was some stuff on the Irish border, which I think I understand. Um, <laughs> then you're doing better than 90 Is it oh, like no, no, Congratulations. So it all, it all... Is it quantum physics, that thing yes. of if you, if you say it's that you understand physics. quantum physics, then you don't? Amazing. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, then I don't understand, but I have read the following information, which I can parrot <laughs> to yeah. you. That obviously, it all hinged on them not wanting a hard border. That was the thing that they couldn't have. So instead, uh, the new backstop, as I understand it, is that Ireland will stay in the customs union, and that means all of us have to stay in, but eat the island a little bit more. They're going to be more aligned. Uh, and then there's loads yeah. of mentions to the European Court of Justice, which is still going to be in charge for quite the foreseeable future. 
I so tell the, you, Boo, that, that's browned off. The old DUP, isn't it? They're right browned off. Because it makes it sound as though the border will be in the Irish Sea. Is that right? Would yeah, that be because fair? they are... So, ba- my understanding, correct me if I'm wrong, anyone, please. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm almost certainly wrong, um, is that we are all a little bit in, in. the customs... You, that sounds like Arsene Wenger. We are a little bit version. in the customs union, uh, but Northern Ireland there may be a little bit more in the customs union. So Does that sound like Arsene Wenger? Well, it's the sort of thing he might have said. Anyway, <laughs> the, the point is that they, the they seem to have... Not basically the thing that's going to annoy the DUP is they don't have exactly the same rules as the rest of the UK. If yes. there's any way in which they are different from the rest of the UK, the DUP are against. And so the, the hard Brexiteers are annoyed because we're still in the customs. The, the, and the, fra- the phrasing a is customs union, a- not the customs Sorry, union. I apologise. We must union. accept a deeper customs arrangement for Northern Ireland, closer to the single market, um, which will be different from the rest of the UK. So, just to explain this for maybe lower sixth students, the, the customs union, the customs union that exists in the EU, is an agreement about international trade between EU countries and, and how or if at all goods are checked between countries. The difference with what we're going to have is that we're going to have not the customs union that exists, but a customs arrangement so we, we will have an arrangement with the EU where some things will be checked and other things won't be, and so on and so forth, in order to allow trade to happen. But it won't be the same, no, no, it won't be the same trade uh, customs, customs no, agreement at all. It'll be a completely different uh, customs arrangement. Well, they, 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 I like that you're doing kind of rap hands with your hands <laughs> as well here. Well, yeah, imagine Mr Thorne rapping, and that's what I just was happening. It requires that Ooh. all our laws are the same on the issues of competition, uh, the environment and social policy. That, for a bit, for, for an unspecified that's, yeah, period. That's where they've specified to be in our customs union. These are the areas uh, where you have and to And is this the exactly bit where it says until 20XX? So yeah. it's like, yeah. a, it's like 20XX. In the agreement it says 20XX. So it could be 20, as I think it, Jezza pointed out, 2099. It, it can be extended, but we have to pay for the extension. So, well, actually, so the 39 billion cost, uh, covers 20 months. Yeah, presumably, then we and then, pay, we then we have to pay some more. So the po- so the point is, everyone's happy. Everyone's got a little bit of what they want, <laughs> and and it's all That's done. The glass half full. And then we can just finish. Well, it's done. It's done. Mm. There's about probably a two thirds of the Tory party that, based on loyalty, seem to be wanting to stick broadly speaking with the yeah. with the prime minister. Okay, uh, and a, hu- a, a large chunk of them who are against it from a kind of Brexity position on the right and a smaller chunk of them who are against it from a Remainy position wanting a people's vote. People like Heidi Allen and Ken Clark and uh, other people well, like Well, Heidi Allen was still saying she wanted another referendum. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Which was interesting that we had the, uh, Matt Winter in to talk about referendums and he was saying it, take, it took them nine months, I think, to organise the last one. So we're definitely not going to get a referendum well, before, before we go. But, but what, but we there can is... have one after, but then his point was that if it was to go back in, we would be in a worse position because we would have to sign up to all the regulations that we yeah. sort of negotiated out of like the euro would would be a condition of joining back because again. a new country joining the eu has to join the euro doesn't it yeah it gets all that, it has to join the euro that we've yeah. effectively wangled our and way if we out were, of. Yeah. We, i mean we're going a bit scattered aren't we because there's so much going on but isn't one of the options here though that not really talking about that much is asking the eu to extend the article 50 deadline beyond march mm-hmm. that theresa may says i i cannot get the deal that you gave me through parliament and so can we have an extension? 
Uh, I'm not sure what that would help because you'd have to still get another deal. But it... but then they've had they've had some I don't actually know his name some German person speaking his message to the EU, which was from the EU, which was very much we 27 countries are sort of sick of this now. Can you well, just yeah. get on with yeah, it? Yeah, they would be. We don't really care. Go and stop annoying us with this issue. So the the first rule of politics is to be able to count. And Matt Trolley of the Times has tweeted a lovely little graphic this morning um, of of who votes what and which groups there are, which is really really good. Um, and he points out, obviously, you need 320 uh, for a majority. Um, he's got a maximum, oh, I think, of 202 votes that are certainly yes. Okay, so people who, who will absolutely, he thinks, votes for the deal. Um, there is then another 118, he calculates, that are probably yes. Uh, and then 301 votes that he's got in the absolutely no and probably no camp. Okay, so you've got basically the most, the certainly yeses are the government payroll votes. So those that are ministers, apart from the ones that have resigned, we'll come to in a minute, um, of about 100 and odd government loyalists. So MPs who are just dead loyal between 70 and 85. Um, that, hang on, that was, that was this morning though, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it, yeah. And the swing Tory Brexiteers up to 60. Um, Sorry, I've just seen that. Who's on question time tonight? So, uh, big news. Barry Garner's replaced Stephen Big Kinnett. Barry. Uh, so, he's the Labour's Labour Shadow International Trade Secretary. Yeah, so he's more brexit than a lot of well, the Labour Party. He was he? Northern Ireland Minister under Tony Blair, so he'll obviously be able to give us quite an interesting insight into, uh, I suppose, where the DUP stand and how that kind of plays out, you'd hope. So, um, brexit, Tory Brexiteers are unhappy because this ties us... So EU rules, okay, which they obviously want to get out of, okay, but Remainers are also unhappy because it ties us to EU rules but gives us absolutely no say on what those rules are, yep, during this transition period. And that's the nub of it, isn't it? That's why it annoys everyone. It's a classic issue. I mean, it's obviously, I mean, I feel a bit sorry for Theresa May. She's trying to please everyone and has pleased no one. I mean, she's not trying to please everyone, though, because she. Well, she's she trying said, to get enough. She said enough early, support early doors to do it. she was never going to be part of. She drew, drew a lot of red lines. Said, "Not going to be part of the single market. Not going to be part of the customs union. We're not going to have free movement." And that means that her hands have been tied. She's she's had to fulfil certain criteria for, throughout the whole thing, and now she's I don't know. She's actually had quite a narrow area of movement. To, yeah. to do with it, and that's partially her own doing, and partially to do with when they triggered Article 50, which she did in order to win a general election. Uh, so her memoirs are going to be brilliant, aren't they? They're going to be really but, short. Yeah. Um, so just so try. she'll have. Oh, a, you! Oh, so you this, try it. They this Christmas, weren't they? I feel, yeah. I feel sorry for her until I think about it. I feel sorry for her when I see her doing this, and then I think about the position she's put herself in through the general election, primarily, and I think. This is your own fault. Okay. Well, and La- Labour smell blood, don't they? Yes. So La- Labour will vote, it seems, against this deal. Um, partly ideologically, because a lot of them want to remain in the EU. Uh, and the ones that don't like Jeremy Corbyn don't like the deal either. But also, because mm-hmm. politically, this is a 
this is gold dust, isn't it? Because they could get a general election out of it. But they've yeah. also like covered themselves, saying, you know, we we respected the people, we would have voted for it, but it didn't meet our six, six yeah. tests. Six tests. So, the know, impossible to not, meet tests. It's not that we you know we're we're not listening to you. It's just yeah. that the deal wasn't up to our quality. So they're covered mm. both ways. They're probably just delighted they don't actually have to deal with this mess at this present moment in time because Imagine. it's definitely one you want so to watch really from the other side. I think if you if you go back to what Theresa, your point about Theresa May, mm. you know she. We said this before on this podcast. It doesn't matter what the deal is. There is. It's very difficult to find a deal which is going to get through the House of Commons. And that job got even more difficult in the aftermath of the election, where the majority was decreased and relying on the DUP. So it was always difficult in the first place. And the big mistake that she made, as you say, was triggering Article 50 before there was even a clear plan of what the UK was going to ask for. With hindsight, which we know is a kind of wonderful thing, she could have spent a year saying, right, we're just going to prepare for a no deal. Make it very clear to the EU that we've had preparations for a no deal scenario, which means your opponent in a negotiation knows you're prepared to walk away from a deal. And she could have given herself more time. She could have triggered Article 50 after a year. But there was pressure from her own back benches. It's the, it's the Jacob Rees mods of this world who were saying, trigger Article 50. They were worried about a betrayal of the referendum. They wanted to speed this process up. So... May has made mistakes, but she's also been under huge pressure to kind of keep her own job. And it kind of highlights that the Tory party is utterly, utterly divided and split. As Paddy Ashdown said, it's like the Corn Laws all over again. Contemporary so like the Corn Laws. Should you do a special yeah. podcast on the Corn Laws? Contemporary reference. Well, I was proposing before this started, pretending it was years and years ago, just to make ourselves feel better. Didn't we we could do like it. a, yeah, I don't know. And I was trying to think of a year when it's been nice. Someone did do a did do a, a, a funny tweet saying like it's the year twenty sixty seven, and Britain extends its temporary customs union with the EU for another year. It's just a quirk of our constitutional system, <laughs> like the monarchy. It's just like a thing that stays with us, kind of forever. And the Queen's speech. Yeah, and but your mock stuff is so we we want to mention the European Research Group, don't we? Which is the group of hardline Brexiteers in the who Tory are also party. the group of people least likely to research Europe there was a great one well, was it Andrew Bridgen I don't know how we go at Andrew Bridgen necessarily but maybe oh, I will I, and he was I, sort of asked about it and, and if someone said have you read it and he went no I haven't read it, I haven't read it. I haven't read it. <laughs> there's been another resignation by the way there are lots of eight is it like, you? Well, well, we no no I'm so, sadly not sorry to get your hopes up um, the vice chairman of the Conservative Party uh, Raymond oh. Chisty has pronounced that correctly. He's uh, resigned. Um, so that's eight in total well, today. But there's yeah, two, yeah, two, two cabinet two ministers so far. I mean, the time is only so. So, so it, two cabinet ministers, um, the, <laughs> the Brexit secretary <laughs> Dominic Raab, um, Esther. And, and estimate of a local, yeah, local yeah. MP. A Northern Ireland Secretary, not the Northern Ireland Secretary. Uh and the are doing a lot of work in this. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. remember, just to extend that, the Tory Vice Chairman isn't the Tory Vice Chairman, it's a Tory of Vice Chairman because there are about ten. Oh, okay. There are ten there are about ten Tory Vice Chairmen. Why not anymore? So many? They're down to the nine. <laughs> well, okay. bones. And the telegraph is just running a story now saying that uh, Gove is deciding whether to quit the cabinet or take up the job of Brexit secretary. Whilst other one or the other. Whilst news, other newspapers are saying they might just get rid of the whole Brexit secretary position. And might get rid the of the cabinet. They might just not bother with cabinets um, anymore. Some junior ministers have resigned then. So is that six junior ministers have resigned? Yeah. Is that, and also um, Nikki da Costa, who is Theresa May's legislative director, whose job it was would be to sort of ferry the legislation through Parliament, um, has quit as well. 
So she you must have got last night. Here you go. Your job is to ferry this through Parliament. And she said, "I no." So the, can't do that. So the, ne- the next stage is there's there's talk of votes of confidence, and I think there's two distinctions that are important to make here. This there's, is good because we're six of the other. Well, we were just doing it this morning with them. You've got the <laughs> vote of this. you've got a vote of confidence within the Tory party itself, and then you have a vote of confidence in the government, which happens in the House of Commons. Which are completely separate. I know yeah. we're saying that, but it's completely yeah, different exactly. beasts. Yeah. The House of Commons. It is, yeah. It's a it's, <laughs> it's excellent for the Neumarker year. You said it, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, we have a look at what's happening at the moment. The uh, 1922 committee, part of the, which is an internal mechanism within the Conservative Party, the chairman of that is Graham Brady, and if a certain percentage of MPs... Another local MP, old Chinga. It's all kicking off at the north-west, isn't it? If uh, enough, enough a percentage, depending on the numbers in the, in the Commons at the moment, it's 48. If he receives 48 letters expressing no confidence in the Prime Minister, then it will trigger a vote of confidence in Theresa May, which, if uh, depending on if they get the numbers today, could happen as soon as Monday, Tuesday next week. And if the thing that the quirk though is that if it fails, they can't do it for another year. And that's so the, that, they, that, trigger, that they trigger right. a yeah. vote. This is, this is uh, she wins it. Right, so it, when this happened to Margaret Thatcher in 1990, she won the confidence vote, okay. but by not enough of a margin to suggest a decisive victory. So she won it, but then resigned because she could oh. see the writing on the wall. So Theresa May, so there could <laughs> be... A, it buys her a year's breathing space, no? Well, yeah, but if, if she doesn't win it decisively, the message has been very clearly sent. Because a lot of people will vote for her out of loyalty, but then would maybe go... Which is what happened with Margaret Thatcher. People voted for her out of loyalty, but then went to see her to say, look, I, I voted for you, but actually it, it, this is the end. So that could that could be what happens to Theresa May. Yeah, what if she vote? So what if she won it fifty five forty five or something like that in percentage yeah. terms? It wouldn't. That wouldn't look good. I do have a view though, but which no is that you would it. literally have to drag Theresa May kicking and stre- screaming out of Downing Street to get yep. her to not be prime minister. I think she would stay being prime minister even if the Conservatives had one MP. You would just have to be like, you're literally not the prime minister anymore. Yes, I am. She's the T-1000 in Terminator yeah. 2. That's yeah, what she, she is. is. She would just continue as Prime Minister regardless. Um, and are not more likely to do yeah. this on no, 29th of March? Like, I think... To, 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 ask, to leave, like, this is your stuff. A week ago, then, yes. You know, then they'll do it. But there's, there's quite a lot of confidence in the Twitter sphere that the twenty those forty eight letters are, are, are kind of ready. Well, they're all that, tweeting. That, that it's just it's uh, yeah, good. It's good to go. They're all tweeting them. The, the decision they've got to make is: it's do they pull the trigger? Because if they if they pull the trigger and lose, then she is the leader for another year. And then Although, they, and then they run the their risk. Own rule though, so they could just change that rule though. Not just randomly. Right. Not in the space of time they got. So let's say that doesn't happen, or yeah. say to, say May stays in place. Another way this plays out is that the Commons gets a vote on this deal in early December. So the final details will be agreed at a European summit at the end of November in a couple of weeks. It will then be presented to Parliament. So say, put all this to one side, all this noise, your resignation, your resignation, say May stays in place, the deal's still on the table, it goes to the Commons. If it's defeated, Theresa May really will have to make it a matter of confidence to force it through, won't yeah. she? Because if she doesn't make it a matter of a confidence vote, we end up having no deal by accident and we yeah. crash out, as people have said. Yeah. And then if it's a vote of no confidence, I still don't think she's, she's not going to get the numbers, is she? Yeah. So and we, that which then triggers, which gives Corbyn a chance to 
form of government if not triggered an election. Yeah. What okay. a Christmas present. Yeah. <laughs> this whole thing um, is such the, nonsense. The, um... <laughs> I'm sorry. I've just lost it. <laughs> Our Liberal Metropolitan Elite friends at The Guardian have six uh, possibilities, if you're ready for this. Yeah. you ready for this? No! Yes, you are. You can cope with this. Number nice one on is that Parliament uh, blocks uh, the agreement and doesn't vote for it when there's a vote in early December. OK? In which case, if she loses the plan, she's got 21 days to put forward a new plan. I don't know where that would come from. But if she loses it, if she wins, of course, she's safe. But it looks very much that she hasn't got the numbers. If Labour oppose it, the DUP oppose it, the SNP will oppose it, the Lib Dems will oppose it, Tory Brexiteers will oppose it, Tory Remainers will oppose it. Um, I'm not sure who's left. But what is in Green the Party? Deal? The Green Party. They... Is, 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 it, is it not better than the No Deal? <laughs> why? Why? Don't know. Why well, refuse it if, if any, literally anything the, is better than Because for Brexiteers, that for some of them, someone like Ian Duncan Smith has spent 25 years with this being his absolute central goal. So back in 1993, he was one of the uh, Maastricht rebels with John Major. He was trying to do the Maastricht Treaty, and there was a series of Tory MPs that tried to derail it. Uh, he's the one with J John Major was uh, recorded, I think, I call them bastards. Um, and he was one of them. And this is, his, this is his thing. So for some of them, this issue is above... The Conservative Party, if you like, is their central driving issue in their political careers. And this is their only chance to do it. But if we're we up... doing it regardless. But if, yeah, but but this isn't leaving, according to them. They don't think this is leaving. Because the EU, the EU rules are going to still dictate some of our laws for now. They've actually said this is worse than staying inside the European Union. That's what I mean. That's what Boris was insinuating. The other yeah. Day. Well, Tony Tony Blair Tony Blair was interviewed last night, and he obviously is an arch Remainer, but he was saying this is terrible for both sides because for Remainers we don't have any control over our laws, but we still sort of subject to EU rules. And for Brexiteers, they view it as not even really leaving. So he, I mean, he said you either go or you don't. So so a no deal. I think people like Jacob Rees-Mogg think a no deal would give us massive leverage with Europe because they would then need a trade deal with us. That's what he thinks. Is this the clean Brexit you want? Well, I don't know. I think it'd be pretty dirty. Well, we stay honest right. about it. He keeps I think calling it a clean right. yeah. If that's what they say, that's what they want. Just say it. I'm fed up with all this kind of... Cause they're, not they're politicians, aren't they? What do you mean? Why would they... they don't, that's not, that's literally don't what they do. But, every, but the, I mean, this is... The, the, the whole irony of this is that they're through the Conservative Party, a party whose, whose historic mission has been, look how pragmatic we are. We are the people who are, you can trust to just be sensible adults. Um, the Labour Party will be insane socialist weirdos. We will be the grown-ups in the room. And now there are these people that, whose main mission... I'm not, you know, you can be for Brexit or against Brexit, but the key point is that they want something relatively extreme. They want something that is all about get everything has to change. Everything is different. And this is the one thing that this matters. So it's not a variety of things, it's this matters. This is the only thing that matters. So their previous commitment to do no harm, small c conservatism, pragmatism, let's, make, let's be sensible, is gone. They are hardcore, let's get out, let's do it. And the Conservative Party is the party of business. But business 
generally supported being in the EU. Ken Clark, the former Chancellor and moderate Tory and Remainer, stood up in the House of Commons today to make that exact point about, you know, can you guarantee to business that business will still be able to trade with the EU uh, in a frictionless way with no borders? He made the point that the open borders has brought in huge investment and huge jobs um, and, and, and the Conservative Party is the party of business. Business. So the uh, everyone's with a Z. It. So I mean, Boris Johnson literally said, "Yeah, F star star K business." Yeah, that's what you know. When they he's were very polite, isn't he? He doesn't like to actually what, swear. Literally, he yeah. didn't. Quite I mean, he say didn't that. say that, yeah. but he said more. he said the word that I am heavily insinuating business, and the uh, and that is unthinkable for a Conservative politician to have said at any point in the last ever. Yeah. So, yeah. So, anyway, so that's number one. Okay. <laughs> Do you remember what number one was? That was ten minutes ago. So, number the two. Parliament blocks it or she wins the vote in Parliament. Number two is that Theresa May withdraws this agreement and says, I cannot get an agreement from Parliament for this and I'm going to go and renegotiate with the EU. How does that work, though? Because um, they're going to be not... like, we've, we've done the negotiating bit. Well, it, well, it would, and also it would be it's a humiliation. Actually. It's for, extension for on an essay, isn't it? That's what it is. Yeah. As, it, as is number three, extend Article 50, asking the EU to extend it uh, beyond uh, March, but obviously that is then up to the EU, and as you've indicated, they're already kind of... Uh, right no, round off. Uh, number four is that Conservative MPs trigger a vote of no confidence in, in, in the leader of the Conservative Party, the Prime Minister, which would require, as you've said, 48 uh, letters... Uh, number five is general election. Oh, Mr. Anderson's favourite outcome. <laughs> Someone tweeted uh, out that they reckon there'll be two next year. That's what that's what ha- Haribo right? shares could really do with the general election, just from you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Haribo's and whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> that to be to be clear, that's because I'll eat them all night. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could, in case that's not clear. Um, so, yeah, general election three uh, three possible um, routes in which she calls a general election. With a two third, get two thirds to vote so for it. It went so well last time. Yeah. Um, or repeal the fixed term Parliament Act, which means you don't need two thirds of MPs to agree to an election. You can just do it. Um, that's possible, isn't it? And Labour will be desperate for election anyway. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then sixth is. But the why? Second referendum. Because they don't want to have to deal with this. No. no but uh, they want to be in power. But no political party would problem. ever. How could you ever turn up? Ha, ha, hang on, hang on, hang on. There are Labour inherit this mess. There are Labour MPs whose tweets have sort of suggested and comments have sort of suggested that they don't really want that because mm. a uh, they'll have to deal with Brexit and b it means that Je- Jeremy Corbyn will be prime minister and they don't want that either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so there's, there's a have double whammy. Have we got a number six? But yeah, no. it's a second referendum. Oh, you missed no. it because you got uh, very excited. Right, so Go has said apparently that. He is willing to become Brexit secretary. Is he just texting only, only, yeah, <laughs> just is hot off my phone. It's not. But there, he said that he's willing to become Brexit secretary, but only if he can scrap the entire deal that they've just... Oh. Been, there you go. That was option to. three, wasn't it? Yeah. Option three, ask Michael Gove, and he'll tell you to scrap the entire deal. So he'll be Brexit secretary with four months to go with the intention of renegotiating the entire thing that we've just had 580 pages printed off. Okay. <laughs> So, Sterling's I, dropped against the dollar, so I think well. the um, the Labour Party, the Labour leadership, what they want is to crash out with a no deal by mistake. Trigger by mistake. Yeah, that is by, how this is going to pan out. Yeah, by, oh, everyone just goes, oh look, we're here. It's just happening. Just 
it's a no deal, and it triggers an election, and they take over because they're not constrained by the EU. They're Brexiteers, the Corbyn McDonald cabal, aren't they? Mm-hmm, and they've got mm-hmm. an opportunity to be really radical with a kind of social reform agenda. Yes, there's going to be some short-term, potentially medium-term damage, and but they can say it's not our mess. We're picking this up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's happened. Yeah. We've got to move yeah. on. And yeah. that's it's for not them. Our fault. You've lost your e-hip. They just don't want the election to happen just yet. It just might be happening a bit too soon. Some of this for them. But that leaves everything up in the open, up in the air as well, doesn't it? Because you don't know what the outcome of that would be. So the EU would be sat there saying, "Well, what are you leave, leaving in March? When's this election again? I mean, when when would I mean January? You could have an election in January. Thank heavens! How long did Matt say the referendum took to organise? Nine I'm months. I'm sure it took it took a surprise. I'll organise it. I do votes in my classes all the time, and just I just give them a scrap yeah, of paper. That, and they that put, was the they point. Most number number six. They went. Well, why don't they just do it like they did last time? They, they, they knew how to do it. So just change the question. <laughs> you can have multiple you can't, but, but you know, I Napoleon don't know about the this third, second referendum. Napoleon the Third used to do referendums about every week. Like that was in the 1860s. It's fine. Yeah, if it's good enough for Weimar Germany, it's good enough for us. Okay. What would the question be? Seriously. Peter, um, Peter Hayne this morning suggested there could be three answers. Deal. But if you get three out of three, I think you get 33% for each one. Uh, yeah. oh, you have, you have always, a runoff. If you're already having the second referendum, what are the three options? Surely one so, of them is the other referendum. No, one is to remain, I guess. One is to accept the deal. And one is to go for no deal, isn't it? But that's I mean, like, you could have a runoff. You could yeah. have two Sunday that's, elections. That's, so that's an, an and also, there 60% was... of that, the chances cover yeah. leaves. That's not well, they, just to be no. clear... Yeah. Re- fellow referendum splitting, watchers, like third parties splitting the vote. Well, look, there is a there are precedents for referendums with two questions. So the Scottish two questions, re- yeah, are the more Scottish more referendum in 1997 asked two questions. One of which was, "Do you want a parliament?" And the second of those questions was, "Do you want a parliament with tax raising powers?" So people were campaigning for yes, yes, or no, no, or yes, no, or whatever. <laughs> so actually, you yes. could you could have a two part question. Um, something along the lines of one is which is more leave versus remain, and the second one is if leave, which one? You know, you, something like that. Um, so that way you could. I mean, it's not impossible, but it's not. It's pretty messy. That's as probably well. going to add another month to the organisation process. What those words? Adding, adding just, that's just the, the that's options. just printer time. They've only got one printer <laughs> in Whitehall, and it's just a it few brought an, it brought a referendum point. The electoral commission are tasked with a full investigation of the question to ensure that it is not leading. So, um, that, and that, that could take months because they have, to, they have to ask people. They have to go and, and do a study that works out whether the question is an acceptable one well, or not. Well, thank so. heavens they were involved last time because it certainly led to no mistakes with the first referendum. Well, what mistakes might you be referring oh, to? Mainly campaign finance. Oh, okay, yeah, oh, okay. Maybe, let, yeah. Like, maybe they got distracted by checking the question. That yeah. was the problem. Okay, so, so the, 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 the what... The, the French do this with presidentials, don't they? They have... A runoff. Yeah, a runoff, yeah. just have a runoff. So those three Another two. two votes, people... Oh, you love a referendum, don't you, how Mr to, Jones? How to make the referendum even worse than last time. Basically, you replay it the following week. Okay. okay. Seriously, though, you have another <laughs> referendum that ends up with a vote that shows that people want to remain in the EU. Two years or three years after a referendum that clearly showed people wanted to leave the EU. How, what sort of outcome would that have, though, with the 17.5 million people that voted to leave the European Union? And, and you know, what, is he just going to keep asking the question until you get the answer you want? They've yeah. done that before. I think the... the I mean, no. A, or, a, or like, like when they got the referendum saying they didn't want a mayor, and then they just gave him well, a mayor. The, but here's... So the, the point that goes over everything here, none of these options work. 
every single option is problematic. The point is that we have reached an absolute constitutional crisis. And the reason that we're in a constitutional crisis is because referendums are alien to our political tradition. We have a parliamentary democracy with repre and a representative democracy, and we have general elections and parties who are trusted to make those decisions. We have a referendum, and that is why there is confusion about everything. We have reached a complete impasse. We have no way through this crisis. We, the, things, the only things that can solve this are fresh general elections or a fresh referendum, which is why people are talking about them. I understand that there are huge problems with both, but the, the, the reason that those are, are, are being proposed is because right now nothing works. I, I think there's a real danger of, say there is that second referendum and it's a narrow result and there's a, hmm. there is a remain vote. And well, they ran uh, it, didn't they? They did the big survey of on top of, of of opinions, and then this time it was remains. Well, yeah, but then there was lo every opinion poll before the referendum said remain. Yeah, so it's just the same, isn't it? And it's about turnout and, and all those. And like, what? But let's look at what's happening in Europe. Let's just, just, just step back from Brexit. Let's look at what Europe's looking at. It's got big immigration crisis, which isn't going away, and there's a ticking time bomb of Italy, and Italy's on the euro. And the, the, Italy's got a similar kind of political turmoil. They can't agree a budget because the EU has denied their budget from the kind of the radical government that's now kind of in place. Italy's more of a concern to the EU in the long term than perhaps we are at this present moment in time, despite the kind of ridiculous nature. The PM's given a press conference at five o'clock, apparently. Um, Should we just stay on it? Non-stop press conferences. Shall we do one? Shall we just do one on the steps? Stop, stop pretending that that isn't what you she do if you're prime minister. That That's woman. all you do. You just get up. And and it's her Mark isn't prime minister. He's it, a nobody. He's a backbencher. But you know this idea of there not being a decisive answer to a second one. The same is true of a general election, isn't it? Because we had one a year ago and no one got a majority. And there's not really much sign that if we had another general election, the result would be any different because the opinion polls are sort of the same, aren't they? With like you know a couple of points in it within the parties. So. So, I don't, so, like, the point that there's no good answer is true, but even the prospective solutions to that, referendums or general elections, probably also won't give a good answer. Yes. So, Great. why... Well, because we, we have to do it, because right now you can't get it through. And if the answer is you have to do it, then you have to do it. Because it's being a second referendum. Or a general election. Okay. Because we need, we need to find a way through it, and the current parliament cannot agree on it. So you need a new parliament. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> How do you feel this silent? I, I was going on about, I was rambling on about Italy, wasn't I, earlier? I yeah, sorry, say, yeah. Say, you, mean it's, it's not, you mean, in other words, the EU's got priorities that it needs to deal with, and we're in the way of all of that. And actually, maybe there's, there's a Euro crisis looming, so if we didn't vote to stay in the EU and things don't get any better, actually people might feel betrayed and we go back to, actually, we need to leave the EU and go for this. Again. Imagine if we stayed in though, and like you're just like, what the hell were the last two years about? What were we just? What was that? What Should, did we do? Someone tweeted earlier a uh, retweeted David Cameron from 2015, and it just said, uh, "Your the choice is simple: strong and stable government with the Conservatives, or chaos with Ed Miliband." Oh man! Imagine, that's Im a classic. imagine if Ed Evergreen, isn't it? What, ha what would happen if Ed Miliband had won that election? I don't know, but a lot more Greggs would have been eating. He wouldn't be doing his podcast, so we'd be missing out on that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So what does that mean? So what? Do, what's in the next 24 hours, Two. name one thing that's going to happen. More resignations. May's gone. Oh, good. May, yeah. May's not Prime Minister. We'll, know if, oh. we'll yeah. know if the 48 thing... Look, I'm a bit sceptical about the 48 
They're all, they're all tweeting them. They're all just yeah, making yeah, them public. less than 48 of people are tweeting them, Mike. The point is that, that, that it doesn't matter because 48, if 48 of them don't do it, we, we're saying that they're, they're doing it, but we, we only know the high-profile ones. We can name off the top of our head six or something. Yeah, I, I, we, it needs to be 48. But this isn't new, is it? There's been talk of letters for months now. Yeah, I know, so because might... people want there to be letters. Yeah, but there yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, if, no. they're, if they existed, it would have happened. We don't know it's going to happen. We'll know within 24 hours if there's going to be a Tory leadership election or not. I, well, I, I think there will be. I think she's gone. I think that's it. I don't think she'll no, survive. No, she certainly won't survive past March. Um, and I'm not certain. I, I went with Monday, you went with March. But, you know, it's, it's, it's the, a deal, <laughs> the deal's been described as essentially dead. So there you go. Is that the, that's the Scottish that's government? Sure. All the Scottish Tory MPs are very annoyed about fishing rights, aren't they? You know what? This podcast is going to end with us slowly just looking at our phones, trying to work out what's going on, which is what we're all doing. Apparently, Chris Grayling and Tim Morden are going next. How how will we cope with that? Well, the Chris Grayling joke is that he was going to resign earlier, but he's late. Uh, So let's just remember that Dominic Dominic Raab has resigned over a deal that he was in charge of the negotiations. He wasn't, though, was he? That's the point. He wasn't in charge of it. The government, Theresa May was. holding the baton at the end of the relay. Now, in our full and thorough schedule, we also had the midterm results (laughs) and the sacking of um, Jeff Sessions. (laughs) Jeff Sessions. I wrote Jeff Sessions. Um, None of which we could really got time to... um, We'll just do it next week. We'll we'll do it next week. We'll be doing... doing We'll do new Prime Minister next week. General election. It, no, but next, I can't do next week because it's my turn to be Brexit secretary. This, but this, you'll, you'll resign within minutes. Yeah. <laughs> this has been as clear as mud. It's been completely disjointed, but it's been great fun. And also completely out of date when you listen to it in yeah. 45 minutes. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. Yay.